What's going on, Patrick Beverly Nation? Oh my God. How are we going? How's it feeling? I feel great. I mean, I guess we know who's MFing down it is. I guess we do. Anyways, uh, it's me, William, <laughs> the Opinion Update. And I am positive, Chuck Mock. And we are Locked on Clippers, part of the Locked on NBA Network. We're coming at you five days a week with all the first Clippers news. Oh, asterisk for Charles's. Well, I didn't well even being, bring it up. Uh, it's only like four <laughs> days or possibly even three days. I this didn't week. even bring it up. <laughs> uh, but we got a heck of a show lined up for you today. We're going to kick things off with, uh, I mean, Christmas classic. A uh, lot to unpack there. Obviously, great to get the win. Yeah. We're still going to take a look at a couple things that could have gone. There's know. some things. There's, you know, it's the first time the team's been healthy. They got the win, but there's some things we should keep our eyes on. Definitely. So that'll probably spill over until in, into a couple of segments, and then we'll have a Thirsty Thursday for you where we talk a little bit about who and what we're thirsty for. We do it every single Thursday, and then we might have some shaving. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. Stick around for all that and more. So the Clippers won 111-106 over the Lakers uh-huh. on Christmas. This was a fantastic game of basketball. Yeah. If you were a neutral fan, I mean, for every, every fan, both sides, like this was a phenomenal game. Totally. How would you describe your vibe throughout this game? This was a tense game. It was a tense game. Um, it felt like I don't know if it, it felt like we were in the game the whole time. Like I, I was never like so removed that I was, you know, kind of stop watching or anything like that. The end of the half was brutal. So the end of the half, the Clippers absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, it ended as. Poorly as it could have ended. Yeah. They went, what was it? It was something insane. It was 14-2 run on the final 252 of the half. Yeah. And we came back. <laughs> like, the game chart on this, if you go to Stats on the is so funny looking. It's just a game. Of, the whole thing was a game of runs. Yeah. I guess the thing for me that, was, that never, like, took us out of that in those moments is we've recently just seen stretches of games where we're up. Where it's the opposite, yeah, you know, where we're up 15, 10, 15 or so, and um, so yeah, it feels like those those sort of runs, they have to go our way sometimes, right? It kind of maybe put <laughs> some demons behind the team a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that that was maybe my biggest takeaway was just being able to see us have the composure down the stretch to um, take that one home. I think that that it just is a nice little change of pace from from some yeah. games that we've seen. And of course, Lakers are now on a four game losing streak. Yeah. That's you know it hasn't happened. Do us, you hit so. the panic button? Absolutely. Blow the whole thing up. <laughs> Trade the broad. Um so let's get into what we like. Should we start with Patrick Beverly or should we start with Kawhi Leonard? Let's start with Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 35, 12 and 5. Yeah. Um <clears throat> virtuoso performance. I think it was great. <laughs> I know it's not a championship game, but I would think to a casual fan, this has to be one of the bigger Kawhi Leonard games you've maybe ever seen. If you're not like... Yeah, it was a nice statement kind of like... That's what I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, this was like... Yeah, this was like... an um, Not quite a trophy in the case, but it was... No, it's a nice little modest feather in the modest hat of Kawhi Leonard. (laughs) Yeah, not to oversell that it is like much more than a regular season game, but like... I think to a like a casual fan or someone who maybe doesn't watch a lot of this team or a lot of Kawhi, yeah, that's a wild performance. That's like, or perhaps if you maybe doubt Kawhi Leonard, which people would seem to do for some reason. This was a great game showing why load management is good. Absolutely, we needed him so badly in this game. Paul George and Lou did not have good games well, offensively. 
offensively. Yeah, um, I would like to add that asterisk. Yeah, for sure. We we absolutely had to rely on Kawhi tonight, and he came through, and he started the game hot. We yeah. traded buckets with them in the beginning, which is something we did. As he really has do. been doing more recently. Yep. It couldn't have been coming at a more perfect time. Uh, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit and some stuff that we haven't liked. But oh, for sure. Paul George has been going through a, a, some more difficult shooting times. And so this hot, early Kawhi could not have come in a better stretch of the season. Yeah, he was a second best uh, plus 13. The 12 boards is absolutely huge because they, for a while... Um, they were going big and they were beating us. Yeah, which makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, and so we need someone like Kawhi to grab twelve boards and something like that. Pat and how many did Pat have? He also had. Oh yeah, so we got to get to this now. <laughs> yeah, player of the game. Uh, this is who I would be giving the game ball to if I'm if I'm coach Doc Rivers in the locker room. This is who I'm giving the game ball to. Patrick Beverly had his most Patrick Beverly performance of the year. Yep. Um, got teed up yep. early. Yeah, <laughs> Lou said. I, I, Lou said something to the effect of like, like keep your mind, or like watch your fucking, or think about it, or something like that. Yeah, Lou was upset at him for that. He was. Beverly finished with eight, nine, and four, plus a steal and a block on LeBron that sealed the game. Yeah, he was a team best plus twenty four. Um, <clears throat> no, the play was. Uh, I mean, LeBron had the ball. They were down five at the time or fourth time. Uh huh. And Bev, it was risky. It was an absolute risky play, but it worked out. Yeah. Swiped at the ball, knocked it off LeBron. They reviewed it. It was originally called Lakers ball. Went back to the Clippers. The game was effectively sealed. Player of the year yeah. for Beverly so far? Absolutely. Gotta be. Game of the year for Beverly? Um, comprehensively a great game. And after that early, like, technical foul, did not draw another personal foul. Nice. Like, he did not, or did not commit another yeah, yeah, personal yeah. foul, rather, sorry. His offensive rebounding is, I think, the, it's one of the most important things. He had, he's only credited with, he had one offensive board and then eight defensive. The offensive boards, they might not be a lot, but they are authoritative and always seem to come at a time that perfectly helps the team. Out. He had a, not that there's a time when he they had three don't, consecutive possessions where he got the rebound. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was just all building on that thing. It was just all building on not playing to the scoreboard, but just taking care of every single possession. Yeah, you know, and just kind of building on that. Quite said that that was kind of their message coming out of that first half uh, was to not focus so much on like just the offensive end of the game, like just try to build on top of every single possession. I think that that is like the perfect encapsulation of like, no matter what, he's grabbing that rebound. Yeah, absolutely. A nice thing I liked, I mean, the resolve is something we can like. For We're sure. down 15 oh, yeah. at one point. Trez had a great quote. He said in the second half, they basically just changed everything they were doing from the first half. Well, which is very funny to hear because we've heard Doc so many times say, we didn't make a single adjustment. And Trez is just like, no, this game, we we did everything. <laughs> we switched it all up. So I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this, and uh, I believe it was The Athletic that, that did a piece on how the mindset has changed a little bit for this team. For sure. Uh, they've definitely gone from like kind of the underdog to the, to the top dog. And I, I yeah. think that <clears throat> in a lot of ways, you know, being down, what was it, 10 or 12 at the half, um, that's where this team maybe is gonna you're gonna see some of its best performances. Yes, uh, just to be realistic, because that that I mean it it just showed that that very much is still there. That mentality is still there. 
I just think there has to be a certain stage to kind of unlock it. Bring it out, for sure. You know, and, Big and, players come out in big games. For sure. And we see this in other teams. Like, we've seen this in other big teams where I think they we, we tend to criticize them for not playing that way for, like, 82 games or whatever. But yeah, it takes time. It, it A, takes time, and B, now, like... I don't know. Just watching this team, I just don't think you. I don't. I, I. It would be very difficult to do that for eighty-two games. Definitely, it was our first game <laughs> to win eighty-two straight. Yeah, that is yeah, to say. You know? <laughs> the uh, doc was saying that their first time they practiced, for that the whole team practice was on Tuesday. It was the first time everyone was healthy and able to practice. So for a game like this to happen that recently, in the you know gel time that we're at, is yeah. great. This is just a thing we can build on. This isn't. You know, this is a good win from the rivalry standpoint. It's not the most important game in the grand scheme of things. No. But no. we needed it. We <clears throat> saw some things. I mean, Zubats had a good game. He contributed. He shot 50%. Um, had 11 points and eight boards, which is huge. Should we get into some stuff we didn't like in this one? Yeah, let's get into that right after this quick break. Okay. So what didn't we like? Because there were some, uh, I would say... Some trends continued. Well, I, some unfortunate I, trends continued a little bit. I think the most puzzling one to me is uh, honestly got to be the Jamichael Green, uh, just not playing in the first half. No first half play, and he didn't. I mean, he only finished with three points. It's not like he had the greatest game ever, but like he still got the like. His spacing was needed. His spacing was needed. The rebounding is needed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what did you think of? Uh, Pat Pack in the start. I thought that was kind of a bad call. It didn't really work out. Like, but I think they were just going to use him as a starter. He only played 13 minutes. He went two of three. So he went two two of three. Had added added a nice little dunk to the on the season. I will say something about the Jamichael thing. Yeah, that I liked is that Doc owned up to it in the post game presser. He said it was like not a. I mean, he only played six minutes. His shot wasn't really there, but he was like, it wasn't a wise decision to wait that long to play. So, which I like. I just like seeing him be like, "Yeah, I messed up." That was nice. That was a good coach move. I, I like that. Uh, and then, I mean, that's kind of why I bring up the Pat Pat thing. Do you think that we see? Is there any chance we see Jamichael in the starting lineup, or are you still going to be second unit guy? I think he's still going to be a second unit guy. Gotcha. I mean, I I I would agree. Yeah. Is there a bit larger argument to maybe get Shaman in the starting unit now after a, beginning to see people gel a little bit? Um, he looked at he impressed me defensively too on on a few possessions. The shooting he was one of four from three, which is a little rough. Um, but yeah, the defense was positive. I don't know if he's ready yet. I still think he needs a couple more games. I would put Jamichael ahead of Patterson, I guess, and what I would want to see in the starting lineup. Yeah, but again, Patterson just kind of played that like that <clears throat> Gortat kind of thing. He was great. In, where I it was like, like whatever, just start this game. One thing that two things that actually that continued early turnovers. Yep. And surprisingly, I shouldn't have said continued about this one, poor free throw shooting. That one is that one is surprising. 76% from the line. Early on in this game, we couldn't buy a free throw. Didn't Lou miss two at one point? Lou missed two back-to-back at one point. Yeah, he... It was he, crazy. Those are the only two, though, that he did miss yeah. all, all night. So, I he still went four of six, which is great, but... Surprising. As a treat. As a treat, yeah. he can get two. And then 16 turnovers, which is just a thing we do now. So that's, I mean, 16 turnovers is like really pretty much part for the course for what our, our we average per game. Um, I'm not super worried about that. 
especially just given the way the ball was moving. If you look at the assists, um, we broke even with them okay. uh, in terms of assists. But, like, you know, Kawhi Leonard moved the ball well. Um, I believe – sorry, uh, Lou Will had, had seven assists. I yeah, mean, that like, was, So that was one of the nice things with <clears throat> Lou Will this night. And I think that – I don't know, especially when Kawhi, a lot of his passing is going to come out of like strong double teams and stuff. I, yeah. I do think that you sh- you're setting yourself to be in a position to have more turnovers, especially against a longer team but, and they're like big the team. Lakers. The turnovers happen when they were going big. Um, so while I do agree, like I dislike the turnovers overall, if the ball is moving like this, I'll kind of live with that one. Interesting. Here's your bug- big bugaboo. Right I know. Guys. I know. Christmas spirit. Um, we lost bench points 36 to 49. This is a big dislike. This is perplexing. Uh, Lou was not there tonight offensively. He was one of six for six points, four turnovers. Bit on some Rondo pump fakes, but did have seven dimes, like we mentioned. So that's nice. And only six attempts. I mean, that's like... That's rough. That's rough. Kuz had a season best 25. Dwight killed us, but then got sat, which I think... I think it was Ryan Selling was talking about this. When they sat Dwight, it kind it was kind of an interesting decision because he was giving us the business a little bit. Yeah, and they needed that from the. It was just it was a kind of shocking bench performance. Yeah, I would say. And of course, Kuzma hits like ten percent better than his season average from three against us, yes. and on almost ten attempts. Yes. Uh, Trez had eighteen though, which was nice. Yeah, Trez was great. So unfortunately, no meeting of the four twenty club. But hey. Didn't apparently need it tonight. Kawhi brought a match and a half. Yeah. Uh, Paul George continued to have a bit of a rough streak. He got he ended with yeah, 17 yeah, points, but he had to work for those 17 points. Yeah. Um, Paul George, it seems like, has been struggling a little bit to find rhythm recently. Um, five of 18 from the floor tonight. Um He w- had the worst plus minus of any, star- any starter at minus eight. Which I think is a little bit difficult, just because I I thought that I thought there were possessions where Paul George looked defensively as good, if not better, than I've ever seen him as a Clipper tonight. He had three blocks, um, which I liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I yeah, I agree. He's it, gonna bounce back. It, that's the thing is it's it's we <laughs> we talk about when things are so poor they're like i can't even really be worried about them because this is one of six six from three um i mean only six attempts is really low for george and the only shoots you know like 16 percent on those attempts is so bad that it's in no way sustainable (laughs) yeah for sure i think the uh is there anything else you didn't like in particular we're kind of just pontificate a little bit about the game um Okay, can we? I guess this. this I mean, is a, LeBron had twenty three nine and ten, so he did almost have a triple double. Yeah, this was a dislike, I guess, just f- a pontification as well. If LeBron's injured, why is he playing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Beverly in, hit him in the groin early in the game, in like, which he said, which he said mattered. But then Tomer Azarly had a great tweet about how, like, in the fourth, LeBron had like ten of their fifteen points at one point, and like. Like, dude, yeah, he said it's LeBron said it set him back five days. Five days. Five days like, to well, when he sat out in Denver. Be healthy, I guess. I don't know, man. So 
and, and I'm not blaming LeBron. Also completely on, inadvertent. By I, yeah, and I'm not in blaming LeBron on this at all. I don't I don't want to give off that opinion. But like this narrative, and, and once again, this is a regular season game. This is one single game. Yeah. But I mean that the the narrative is immediately like, oh, how hurt is LeBron? Yeah. It's just like he shouldn't. I mean, it's okay if he's hurt. Then why is he playing? Yeah, he went. Here's one thing I liked about this game: LeBron took twelve threes. Yeah, he made two of them. He only got to the line what four times. Anthony Davis took six threes, only made one of them. They both shot sixteen percent. Danny Green two of seven. So yeah. we were forcing them to work outside of their comfort zone. They shot twenty six percent from three. Yeah. So I like that. They shot forty percent from the field. We made it hard there. Um, we got out volumed from three in the first half. We had eight three point attempts in the first half, which is, I would say, and I don't use this word very often on this podcast, inexcusable. Yeah. <laughs> we finished with twenty five, so it obviously went up in the second half, but we only made nine to their twelve. The out volume thing can happen sometimes. Happy yeah. it didn't in this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Doc always talks about not really caring where points come from. That is but very true. You do have to work a little less hard if more of them are coming from three. For sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little less hard. <laughs> How we won the free throw battle, which is fantastic, thirty-two to twenty-one in terms of attempts. Which you love to see. How are you? How are we feeling? He says after he answers after the yawn. <laughs> oh, I mean the yawn is because I'm having a a mixed beverage that has some sort of eggnog or milk base in it. Which, oh yeah, that'll make you sleepy. Uh, is not working for me. But I, overall, I'm feeling I'm feeling ecstatic, man. This is great. This is uh, I this feel this is a gift. Yeah, this was a great way to end the Christmas Just festivities. Just a fun win. You know what I mean? I don't feel like this has any really deeper implications outside of this game uh yet you know let me put on my over and like my overthinking yeah. this cap tomorrow Kawhi had a great quote about it it does nothing it's just one game out of the season it's not like anyone wins an la championship <laughs> well said Kawhi. <laughs> i feel that i mean there were some things you know i think we got some things we got to work on big teams are going to hurt us obviously but We've managed we were, to get the win. We were down more of this game than we were up. So Yeah. And there were some stretches where we were just shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah. But this might be, hopefully this is like the last time we have to say this, continuity. But that might have been there. This was It was a, it was a celebration because everyone was healthy. Uh, Magruder didn't play, which was odd. But it feels uh, good to get this win. Let's sleep on this one. We got a winnable game over the weekend. Yep. Against Utah, which will be good. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think that'll wrap it up for this for this game coverage. Hope you guys enjoyed the game. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah, if you have any, if you have any questions about this game or uh, any hot takes, you're just burning memes, to tell. Weird memes. Great, we love a good meme. Get those to Atlas and Cliffs at Charles Mockler. <laughs> we'll updike. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Coming up after this, we have Thirsty Thursday. Ah, oh, 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 oh. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Here's something I'm thirsty for. This is a little just off the beaten path, uh-huh. but I think a lot of people agree with me. I never want to see, I guess, the opposite of thirst. I am a demon. I am pulmonary edema of that camera angle for the Clippers Lakers game. Okay. Right? I know it's been talked about a bunch on Twitter, but it, it honestly, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I think they used it earlier in the season. 
Yeah. I stream a lot of games, so I get a lot of weird feeds. But this one... Dude. I couldn't believe that this was the only feed available from ESPN. I thought that we were watching a really bad stream. We were streaming it from Sky Sports. Shout out Sports. my streamers. Shout out my scammers. Yeah. Um, we were streaming it from Sky Sports, but... So, the angle that kind of looks like 2K isn't bad. Yeah. But then there's, like, the uh, the like the above angle where it looks like you're, like, there's an on a drone or something. Yeah, it's, like, on a drone. It's, like, an ultra-wide camera angle. It reminds me of, like, a security camera or something. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it like, like the it, game is being played like a London street. Yeah, <laughs> it like flows around with with the action, which too much. I just don't like. I don't like to watch the game that way. I I don't. Know. I don't want to watch the game like it's a maybe it's the maybe the problem is me though. Maybe I fear change. I don't want to watch the game as if I'm watching a movie recreation of the game if that makes sense all the angles and stuff it was like this this I seems just less it, this seems less functional and more form and i don't really need that i w- yeah i was gonna say it it just felt more i felt that it was harder showy? to showy i was like it, why it, are you doing this that's a great term it was like more yeah it was it was all show no substance it was I, so I found weird. it a lot harder to follow the action of the game too much yeah. f Bad you, ESPN, <laughs> or whatever the hell it was. But I guess, I mean, congrats for trying. Got to try do. some new stuff, which is cool. Someone got to try to spice it up. Someone on Twitter had, they were saying to us, they're like, I'm going to listen to this game on the radio if they don't change this camera angle. And I was like, damn, they're really making people shut their TVs off. It was. Shout it, out to No Eagle. It was radio cool. Um, I'm thirsty for the team to build on this win. Okay. You want us to rip off a streak or just, I think like, it's time. just mentality-wise? We discussed, as you pointed out, the January schedule has some spots uh-huh. that the Clippers could take advantage of. Yep. And I think getting the win tonight, great push with some days off before the game on um, Saturday, which is a winnable game mm-hmm. against the Jazz. So I think we could get a nice little run going right here. All right. How many games are you thinking? A modest run. Like, okay. I think we do like uh, like we win. We like, can hit seven. Like the seven. Out, the, I think it's like a seven out of ten. I think the Nuggets are currently on seven. They're they're although <laughs> screw that up. Uh, I put I put no. I put this at like we're gonna win like seven out of the next ten. This okay. one counting for it. Gotcha. So we'll win six more games out of the next nine. Yeah. All right. I think they can do it. I want it. that to happen. This was I'm a great it. win. I hope they get... Someone on Twitter pointed out that Doc is going to make mistakes because we're seeing the roster fully constructed, really, for the first time. These, yeah, these so the gentlemen have not played together. Yeah, so the rotation's like... I think the Jamichael thing was just like he, Doc's still learning it or figuring it out or something. Or could have, I hope it's not a health thing, but... I think... There's so, going to be some growing pains now. There's definitely going to be I, some... I say after just saying I think they could go on that. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some groin pains. And I can also understand, you know, from a continuity standpoint, wanting to return to a lineup that was successful for you previously. Um, yeah. And just adding Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think on paper, that seems like a pretty good idea. Take I a really lineup didn't... that You take a lineup that was successful for you. And, and you add Paul minutes, George. And you add Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> You know, look, you write it down on a piece of paper, it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> um, but totally, yeah, I, I do think that we're going to see some more um, of those kind of issues. Those kind of head scratchers. 
But I hope Doc continues, well, you know, kind of what he did tonight where he was like, you know, like he fessed up and was like, yeah, that was a weird decision. I think the thing... I think the thing that's really nice, though, about Doc is he is pretty cognizant of keeping players motivated. That seems like something that he's yeah. gotten... He's gotten better at, even, I feel like, as he's in the last few seasons. Like I think last year helped us out a bunch because he grew as a bunch as a coach, too. Yeah. Like, he's kind of quick to... Um, get a look for a player or or something, and you know we talk all the time about the motions and stuff for Shamit. Um, but I think that he does that for a lot of players, like help them uh, feel like a part of the action. Yeah, so I think that going along with that, like finding when to use all of these pieces, makes the deck that much more effective. For sure. Um, I like that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that. I'm hoping that with just how easily Shamit has like slid back into the lineup, that like I'm hoping that we're over the hardest of our kind of gelling issues at this point. In terms of um, just pieces being available, yeah, me too. Because I, well, I, we might see there might be kind of a weird stretch at some point, maybe before like the last third of the season or something, because there might be some pains. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's TV. gonna it's. I'm I'm surprised that Patterson is going to be seemingly part of the sliding lineup. It's more than I thought. Yeah, for sure. Because it seems um, to be him, Mo, Landry. Yeah, and I think you you know he can be effective in in. I mean, dude, if it's working, role, it's working. He's and a it's good not, role player. It's thirteen minutes or whatever, and it's like fine. Yeah, and it's never like I mean, it's never going to be like so egregious that we're. Singling out Pat Paz losing us games. Unless he's firing up a bunch of threes. I guess, man. He's hitting him at like a 50-plus percent cliff over the last few games, isn't yeah. he? You know what's one thing that I think is funny? What do you got? Uh, Avery Bradley had a horrific game. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. No, let's that talk great. about that. So uh, Avery Bradley fired up his side with one of five shooting. O of two from beyond the arc. He did have two boards. Ooh. One turnover and two fouls. He was minus nine. He had two points. We tried to tell people. We tried to tell if anyone got Avery Bradley, if a team in Australia signed Avery Bradley, <laughs> I would have warned them with the same vigor that which we tried to warn all of our Laker constituents. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, he's he, not tall enough to play on Melbourne. He's now he'd get manhandled. The mellow ball would embarrass that man. Um, just an absolute horrible game. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was fun to watch. It was. I don't like actively rooting against people very often, but he's just kind of extra about what happened when he played for the Clippers. And it's like, dude, all right, I don't know if we didn't use you right. No one seems to be able to know how to use you. <laughs> like. The Celtics, one team did it right, and you were also better than. Yeah, you were younger, you weren't, you didn't get hurt, which is unfortunate, but um, I also like that uh, Rachel Rondo, for some reason, gets crunch time minutes. Shout out to Frank Vogel for that. <laughs> Who else do you put in, though? If you know. can't play every the bald guy. If you can't play every the bald guy. You put the bald guy in. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Um,. Anything else? I'm content in this win. I'm feeling good. I'm pa feeling blanketed. Patrick Beverly. This game was like a weighted blanket after a long day. <laughs> yeah. 
Patrick Beverly was great. Paul George had this to say of Patrick Beverly. Pat was huge. Pat comes up big in the biggest games. He's one of those guys that won't show up in the stat sheet, but if you watch the game, he shows up. He's a winning player. Although the rebounding numbers, I would say he, he's showing up in the stat sheet. He's showing up everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my God, and he just walked in. Oh, man, that'd be so great. Um, no, shout out to Patrick Beverly. Shout out to Kawhi Leonard. Fantastic way to end Christmas. Yeah, good stuff, guys. Um, or whatever you were celebrating. We hope it was a fantastic time. For Friday's episode, we're going to have a preview of that game against Utah. We're going to have a couple of buddies drop by from the Big Dog Lakers pod. They're going to talk about some Pac Div stuff. We're going to do a Love, Mary Kill. It's going to be a very fun time. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope everyone had a great holiday. Please check us out on Spotify, iTunes, rate, subscribe. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'll read it. Uh, if we if you reviewed it and we haven't read it yet, we apologize. We'll get to it probably in a while's episode. I have been positive, Chuck Lockler. I'm winning the opinion up, Dyke. Appreciate you.